Welcome back to another crappy podcast, 87th best on <laughs> iTunes. And uh, we have the guests. Everyone's been asking. Stop Stop asking now. Timothy Hansen, you know him. If you, you, how do you not know this? Hi. How are you? He's ya? here. He's queer. Get used to it. Uh, it's just the, just the girls today. Everyone else mysteriously died, apparently. Everyone else died. COVID. Tragic God bless. Tra- God bless. I guess it's just us three. Can we get... I know you've been wanting to talk about it. Vegas. Jump right I into get, it. Hey, it. hey, hey. I guess since all three of us went on the Vegas trip, we're not excluding anybody else out of the conversation by talking about it. That's exactly like it. Like Killer, no for gonna, example. He's not going to feel bad because he, you know, he's not here. Yeah, he doesn't have to sit through our fucking boring conversation that he has no emotional attachment to. Yeah. <laughs> I Tim. always felt bad because it's like, oh, I want to talk about this, but at the same time, this excludes yeah. like one or two people from the cult. Yeah. That's I why I was kind of waiting for like Tim to show up so we could talk yeah. about Vegas because I was like, you know, the boys. And for the record, before, uh, so I need to clarify two things before we get into this. Number one, the reason why my background is fucking blackness is because I have a newborn and I have Lisa sleeping behind me right now so i gotta make with what I, it's 10 p.m right now and i'm a committed father so i got sh- i got responsibilities guys so we i'm in a fucking dark room right now the lights are at 25 percent, 30 percent instead of 100 percent. so that's I'm number one 30 i'm feeling a 31 percent. number two <laughs> i had just watched turbo's uh podcast with you guys just before this so I kind of like that was kind of like my warm up to this. I uh, I wanted to warm up to this conversation with your conversation with Turbo because I feel like all of us sort of connected on that trip. So that was a spiritual that is my bonding. only preface. That was my only preface. And with that, take it away. The one thing that Turbo told me that I don't think I I don't think I remembered or you might have told me that I forgot. Your trip on the way back got canceled too, didn't it? it like when you were did. at the airport. Yeah. It was some shit, dude. Okay, so <laughs> mistake number one. Okay, I'm not going to blame Jose, but Jose, uh, he just kind of like, he, he assigned flights to different people with, with different companies. So I had gotten, unfortunately, Spirit Airlines. Now, Spirit Airlines is, I, I could be mistaken, probably a newer fucking company. And <laughs> they suck dick. No idea. And so oh, yeah. they, um, so what they ended up doing was, he made the flight, and so I had a scheduled flight to Las Vegas from Boston, where I am, and that got canceled. But what ended up happening was they sent me an email, a junk email that I never ended up seeing, exclaiming to me that it got canceled months prior to this. So I ended up walking into the situation thinking that I had a fucking flight, and I did not. My flight did not exist. It got canceled, and they ended up giving me credit as a fucking result of this. And what's ironic about that is um, they gave me shitty service, so I'm never going to go back to them. So I'm never going to be able to use this credit for my further advances. So (laughs) the credit is fucking useless to me. So there's no credit. I don't need it. So uh, that was a waste of a lot of money. I had to pay $1,300 to get a flight back home from Las Vegas. I had to get a connecting flight. $1,300? I had to go from Las Vegas to... Turbo was talking about the story last time on the last podcast. So he was talking about how I had to go from Las Vegas to Cincinnati. I got there at like super early in the morning. Like, like, I could have been like 2 or 3 in the morning, I swear to God. And then I got a flight from there to Boston. 
and uh, that costed me thirteen hundred fucking dollars to do that because I you know how you know how these companies are. If you want a flight right away, they're gonna charge you up the ass because they can. So, so I ended upset. up paying way more than I should have to get a flight home. So that was shitty. That was the one thing I was. I I think I've had one. I did one trip where I had a layover, and I was in Chicago, and I got stuck there for <laughs> nine hours. After that, oh, I yeah. said, I'm never doing a layover ever again. I will refuse to fly if I have to do a layover. That was the PAX trip, right? The, yeah, the last stuck in Chicago for nine hours. That is shitty. Chicago of all places, too. Like, I would rather be stuck Dude. in... I was stuck in Orlando for a couple hours, and that place sucked. It was just pouring. There was a fucking hurricane going on there the second I was there. It's like <laughs> God telling me that I shouldn't have been there or something. But you got to Vegas, and we all had some fun. Orlando sucked. I got to Vegas after hours. I should have been in Vegas oh, way earlier than I was. You should have been I there way before Vegas. me. I was in Vegas at 11 p.m. It must have been like close to midnight. I got to Vegas. And like you, I think, were out with whoever the fuck. No. <laughs> I don't know what was me going on. Me and this on. retard were in the casino getting okay. drunk. I, well, I'll get to that in just a second where the fuck we were because that was so stupid. But go ahead. I showed up at like between 11 and 12 and I got to this, uh, I got to the airport and I got a taxi. I lost my AirPods somewhere in between here, ripped my AirPods or Lisa's AirPods. So they're, they're hers. And I brought them with me on my trip and I fucking lost them and I blew it. You I lose them right ones. when you get there too. I fucking <laughs> lost them immediately. I don't know how that shit happened. And so I got to the, uh, I got to the Las Vegas airport and I just wanted to uh, get out of there as soon as possible. But it was so late that Uber rides were kind of hard to get by. There was a lot of people. And so I eventually got out of there at like 45 minutes of waiting. And then I got a ride to the uh, hotel. I went up there. I was met with Turbo. And then you had come back like hours after that, I think. I think Turbo and I talked for like a half hour. We got to know each other in person, that sort of thing. And then after that, we kind of like just passed out. And you had fucking come back to the room. So just, no. I don't know when, but like just way uh, later. We were in the, the hotel we the entire time. But Waiting I didn't have on good, you. I didn't have fucking service. I heard So that. I was like, man, he's never texted me. And then, I was I on a fucking flight. service. I, I was in airplane but, mode. No fucking service. That's why I did not see anything you were sending to me. So, so. it was all right. So justin was like all right so tim just texted me he asked if i will get him go ahead and get him a burger because we ended up like what was it shake shack or something i'm stupid and he was like yeah tim asked me to go ahead and grab him a burger so i'm gonna do that and then we'll head back to the hotel and we'll just wait for tim to get there i was like all right yeah cool so we get down there we find the little uber and lyft drop-off area and we're sitting there waiting waiting it started off with like a group of like three or four of us and then everyone dropped off and it's just me and justin and we stood there till like what 2 30 in the fucking morning no it wasn't that late Maybe like midnight, somewhere around there. Well, because the bar is closed at like. I remember getting a a text from you saying that like, "Fuck, we waited for you so long, basically, and you never showed." Because I didn't have fucking service. Because my flight got fucking. I wasn't paying attention. My flight in Orlando, my connecting flight from Orlando to Vegas, got delayed an hour and a half because of the weather conditions. So that's why I was so much later than I should have. I should have never gotten that layover in the first place. I should have, I had a direct flight from Vegas to Boston. That ended up not fucking existing because Spirit is dog shit. And they're like, here, just take credit because you can, you, with the, you can fly with us in the future. We're going to scam fly you. With you in the future. You are shitty and I'm not going to 
be, I'm not going to be a returning fucking customer to you after you give me dog shit service. So no, I'm not flying Spirit again. And guess what? You can take your credit and shove it up your ass. And I'm going to fly <laughs> Delta from now on. I had to fly $1,300 from fucking Delta. And I had to get home from, again, I had to go to Cincinnati and, and, and then back to Boston. And that flight was just so exhausting. It's just like, I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but on that trip, I was on edge because I was anxious oh, because yeah. my flights didn't exist. You didn't know if you were getting home. I like on my way there, I was just getting off of like a super anxious, super stressful fucking experience where I'm like, fuck, my flight finally is just like, I finally got here. Finally. After all of this bullshit. And then on my way home, I'm like, I got to repeat the whole thing over again. It was just, I just felt so fucking stressed out that entire day that entire day i was so excited i was like i'm gonna get on a flight go straight to vegas hang out with my buddies i'm gonna be there at like 5 p.m i was there at like 11 it was just you were supposed so to get there way before me and you ended up getting there way after me it was terrible yes. it was terrible i wish i could have stayed like that extra first, day i would say the first day and a half you like your shoulders were like up to here because you were just like so stressed I was fuck yeah exactly dude and, then, and not to mention not to mention Justin and I had a whole different like layer of responsibility heading into the next day because we had that ZWC event where like little kids mm -hmm. would be coming up to us you know asking to like talk and and for whatever so they I got wanted drunk. yeah and we just <laughs> had this whole we had a whole day in front of us where like we had all these like responsibilities to attend to and and the night before I had gotten very little sleep it just wasn't. Sorry, I, I kept as, touching your uh, feet. Sorry, smooth my process. Bad. Oh yeah, you were at the fucking. <laughs> you would put your feet over and I'd take them like. Sorry, I've been drinking a little bit, so I've been, I've been burping. Okay, so you were at the little <laughs> fucking dog bed at the end of my bed. So here's the <laughs> that shit was so funny. Here's the Dude. fucking bed setup. Carson can attest to this. Okay, so it's Turbo's bed. He's got like I want to say a full size bed. It's either that or a queen. So he's oh got bed. his own bed. I've got his. I've got my own bed parallel to that. And then you just got the fucking bed that the bed. goddamn poor employees shuffled <laughs> that, up the elevator for you. The fucking poor immigrant maid had to bring it up. This little <laughs> short, it's like the little short bus at the end of the fucking bed. It's just parked fucking... up there. And you had to sit on there like a little goddamn retriever. I felt so, because like, I knew I, I wasn't going to give you that bed. I'm no, sorry I was that like, you had to go through that. I was like, Tim's so much taller than me. He's not going to be comfortable in this. Turbo went through so much shit last night. Like, I could sleep anywhere. Yeah. Like, that's a superpower I have. I forgot Turbo, Turbo went through a lot of shit, too, in terms of oh, flights and whatnot. Out. I totally yeah. forgot about I that. I felt bad for you guys. I was like, dude, I'll take that bed. I don't fucking care. I'll sleep on the ground. Like, not fly I can spirit. fall asleep anywhere. Anyone fucking watching this podcast, do not fly Spirit. You will regret it for the rest of your life. It is. It was a terrible experience. It was a, it was a point zero one experience out of 10 for me. Just going to leave it at that. That would have been so I think the funniest part about the whole cot situation was we had to stand in the lobby for like an hour or something while Matt and I think Jose went up to the front desk and was trying to explain to them how they needed a third bed. And I don't know why they did. I would have been fine, like, sleeping in the bed. Like, I don't give a shit. Would I'm you have slept on the floor or would you try to make something of, like, I would have been in your chair. bed. I would have been in your bed. Like, he, that's, okay. that's not how okay. I, I would have been cool with that for the record. The yeah, like, when, I'm like, I'm pretty comfortable sleeping in one of your guys' beds or wherever. I don't give a fuck. 
I um, but the times we went to sleep varied greatly, like oh, from yeah. night to night. Like some nights were just very different from others. So like there was never a consistent like pattern of who went to bed when. So it was just kind of like whatever. Every the time fuck I happened. would come into the room, one of you two would be asleep. Yeah, I was passed out. I mean, there were we. How many nights were we even there, dude? Was it like three nights? Two or three? You guys were there for three? I think I, I was, was there, there for three two. nights at least. Yeah. No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So not to Friday mention night, Saturday. Not to mention, I was there Sunday night. The service in our fucking hotel room, in our one particular hotel room, was oh my God. less than oh. acceptable. It was oh. dog water, dude. We could not text or call people. We couldn't load anything. The only thing we had going for us was a Nintendo Switch that I had brought, which does not require internet to have a fun time with. You can just hook it up and kind of like play whatever. We had I that mean, switch, and that was kind of all we had in our hotel room because we were at the end of the hallway, which I think had the least reception, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So other people on our fucking floor had reception, but not oh, us. Man. So we had to deal with what we had, and that was a really damning experience. I'm not going to lie. That hotel, like being in the hotel room <laughs> felt like being in a hotel. fucking prison. Am I wrong? Like, am I no, wrong? It was dog shit. Like, I just, you couldn't do anything. Uh, we I were think so you're trapped. both forgetting that the that the TVs came with a dedicated porn uh, channel. So I mean, there's plenty to do. You were just <laughs> well, we couldn't ready. find it again. Turbo found it once, and he never could find it again. Yeah. Like, I turned on up. the TV, and that was the first thing that popped up. It was like seven dollars for like MILF Anal Busters Four. I'm like, okay, I'm like shit. That's my shit. But I was like, no, this hotel room's on my credit card. I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so Ark was with you, right? So. I had an interesting situation. Uh, Ark was with me. Yes, you did. The first day, no, and the second day, and then the second, and then the third night, I had Tavi in there. Uh, suspenders. suspenders. Um, <laughs> suspenders, and, dude. Oh my god. So the first night, I, dude, I slept like a baby. I laid down. I listened to some music. I fell asleep, and you know, nice and easy. I did wake up at like four a.m. and Ark is. It's like someone put him in a dryer, like an invisible dryer, because the dude's just like flipping on his bed while he's sleeping, like constantly. I was Jesus. like, holy fuck. But I was like, all right, whatever. Like, who am I to judge? Like, this guy had to listen to my music while I fell asleep, so I don't give a shit. The second night, though, and that was the night where me and Justin ended up walking all the way to Caesars and back, and uh-huh. uh, we were inebriated. And so, got back <laughs> to the room. I was fucking dead. Like, I laid down and I passed, like, I was passing out. And we had like left everyone else and i told uh ark and tavi like hey like you guys know where the room is i'll see y'all when y'all get there tavi never came back tavi stayed out all fucking night hopping he from like is a to fucking he's a wild animal dude that tavi guy is one so of the <laughs> well, he is one of the least hinged this, people i've ever fucking met this guy stayed up for like I 36 love the guy. straight hours i love him but he stayed up for like 36 straight hours and was like drinking almost nonstop. And then at one point we lost him and I text him. I was like, where are you guys? And he sends me a picture of him with a gun. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> at, what time like, yeah, day, at what time of the day did he have this fucking gun? At like 10 a.m. <laughs> they 10 ended up going to a firing range. Yeah, yeah I, was I like, saw what that. The fuck? I did see that. I saw but, that on his Instagram. He had posted that. It was oh, like Lord. completely out of nowhere. I was not expecting that to happen. Now, tropical storm outside. <laughs> Which I've mentioned the story a couple times. I'm not going to go into super big detail, of course, but um, I think the best part of everything was when I woke up the next morning of the second day, and again, I passed out. I was <laughs> out dead. I wake up, and the first thing I fucking noticed, like, I fell asleep just 
just straight briefs, man. Like nothing else, right? Because I'm like, all right, whatever. It's like it's just me and Ark will be in here. I wake up. There's like seven fucking dudes in this room, right? Like all the other fucking mods. Excuse me. Yeah, all the other mods and Justin. Room trashed. <laughs> Everyone fucking is in trashed. there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Everyone's like throwing all their shit into my room while I'm asleep. And Ark is sitting there just telling the story. I'm not tuned in yet. I'm still waking up and I'm like, there's like all these fucking people in here. And like, I recognize them, but I'm still like, you know, still booting up mm -hmm. here. We still got the Windows logo and the dots. So we weren't there yet. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I finally like tune into the conversation and I see Ark look down and goes, oh, it's still on my cock. And at that point, it's like clicked, signed in. What the fuck did you just say? And he was like, the condom's still on my cock. I was like, you went and fucked a hooker? And he goes, yeah, right here. I was like, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, like right here in this bed. I was like. Oh, boy. <laughs> he oh fucked boy. a Chinese hooker two you feet know away what? from you. You know what? That story. <laughs> I was never going to divulge that fucking story, dude. But that story oh, is we, just, we to this day. Maybe I'm just like an Amazing. inexperienced human being. Maybe I haven't been through enough. But that motherfucker, what he did in that context, just seems wild to me. That's like, so funny. Oh, I, I do not understand child. it. Here's my frank. stance on it. Here's my stance on it. I'm not even mad. No. I funny. should be mad. But no. it is such a fun and crazy story. It, you know, technically no laws were broken. Technically... You know, tech, due to technicalities, no laws were broken in Vegas. We all had a good time. We were all safe at the end of the day. No one's yeah. dead. No one went missing. And so looking back at it, I think it is a an amazing and hilarious story. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't really blame the guy either because, you know, he that's what he wanted to do. And, you know, who am I to fucking Fuck judge? It. Yeah, when in Vegas, do Vegas, man. In my situation, yeah. I'm not 21 years old, so I had a very limited experience. Yeah. I had a very, like dictated experience so <laughs> mine was not very 21. reflective of the norm but i would say that when in vegas do fucking vegas especially if you're a single fucking dude Have go fun, balls yeah. to the wall dude like uh, i'm not in that situation but by fucking, all means nah. it's like i i personally i cannot see myself ever doing that however no. at the same time who am i to judge right exactly <laughs> like, Right, like people are into different yeah. shit, I guess, and that that's that's not like immoral. I wouldn't say like it, it's just, no. I mean, it's not like frown. It's, it's not like smile the pond, but you know, it's the world's oldest profession. Yeah. I will say this uh, about the whole like twenty one comment. My most memorable time with you and Turbo is when you, me, and Turbo were walking down the strip, and we went by that dispensary. And oh boy, he was like, "Are you are your buddies going in there with you?" I was like, no, they're not 21. Like, I was straight up. He was like, no, they're not 21. He says, tell them to get up here anyways. I was like, what sure? a cool guy. He was like, he was like yeah, just yeah. tell them to get up here. He said, show me your IDs. And you and Turbo both are like, no, we can't. And he's like, just show me your IDs. So y'all both kind of looked at each other, and I looked at y'all. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. So. That man was trying to make some My business. perspective of that was, like, pretty similar, but a little bit different. To me, dude, that, that security guard, like, in Turbo and I's minds were like, are they trying to like check us right now? Like, are we in actual fucking trouble right now for nothing? Like at all, just because someone else was trying to get in with our group. But no, dude, that that guy was super fucking nice. Just let us right on in. Was super pleasant about it. I imagine that's more of a business thing. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'd imagine like the business there. They're probably like, dude. They probably tell the security guard. They're like, dude, 
if if, the, if there's a guy that's 20 years old and he's a couple months away trying to get in, just 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 let him in for business sake, probably. Well, they I look mean, 21, let him in. They're probably like, listen, if the guy doesn't look like he's still in high school, just let him in. Yeah, they're <laughs> overcharging like, anyway, so they're going to make yeah, a profit. Yeah. So expensive. just just let these fucking guys in, and, and you're you're going to make your money. Dude, yeah. one of my favorite moments of that trip was when we were hypothetically smoking, hypothetically, What's... in front of the uh, hotel, and Carson was trying to get in those one girl's pants. Okay, guys, listen. Nah. Okay, subscribers of mine, and and of ju- uh, uh, just just listen. Okay, viewers. Hypothetically, hypothetically, in a non-existent world where none of this is real, we may or may not have smoked in the devil's lettuce. Okay, in Minecraft, it's not real. It didn't actually I happen did. at all in the real world. But like, it's a hypothetical world where it happened. Pure okay? hypothetical. With that out of the way, we can continue our conversation. Yes. That was probably one of my favorite. Mo- like we were just chilling, and it was just like a nice night. It just it, my, was, it was great. I still say my favorite moment besides the pool because the pool was. I felt so fucking relaxed when we were out of the pool, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Noah J so pulled relaxed. up, and we were all buzzed, <laughs> and we were all talking. That was so dude, fun. I'm not gonna blow up Noah's spot or anything, but like Noah, dude, shout out to you. That was a fun combo. I don't know if you remember it, but we were all buzzed, and we were all having a fun time. And it wasn't just him. There were a bunch of guys out there. Um, I didn't talk to all of them, but. That was a that was a that was an awesome fucking moment. Yeah, we just I didn't really want to play. Uh, what what games were they playing? Oh oh oh, oh dude, it's um. <laughs> Never have that? I ever. Yeah, no, I'm a little too old for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thank fucking seven years old. Thank you, but. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun day. I was laughing super hard. What? I'm not gonna say his name, but that one guy who just like pushed himself into. The yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I know who you're talking like, about. I was laughing so hard, especially because when I went to go get drinks, he pushed himself into like our group. And like, I looked back and all of a sudden he's standing there and I was like, okay. to be fair though, I, I collab with him before. So yeah, he, he's Tim Hansen like, certified. Tim Hansen certified. <laughs> but like, it was such like an awkward <laughs> thing. Like, I, I don't know the guy at all. So it was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Cause like, when Noah like came over, he was like, "Hey, like, what's up?" You know, like he basically like introduced himself. He didn't just show up and just sit there. Mid-talk. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was afraid of doing that to him. I didn't want to roll up to a guy like Noah and just like mm-hmm. interject myself into a conversation that I do not belong in. I would rather try to get him. me to do that. I was going to say like talk to him. Like, no, he kind of fucking hate me. It kind of has to feel right. Like you don't want it to feel awkward. So. I'm glad that he had rolled up to us because he had never really mm-hmm. spoken to us IRL before. And I think that's why he did approach us. But mm-hmm. um, I did not. I had zero interest in like kind of fucking throwing myself into their conversation and be yeah, like, fuck that. Oh, Half yeah, them probably hate you. me anyway. I was like, I'm was like, yeah, go up there and try to no, talk. To, no, I was like, no, no, fuck off. To be fair, the context on that was you were like, you literally word for word were like, man, I'm such a black fucking sheep here. And I was like, well, fucking change it. Like, go up there. Oh, like, Half just, them probably don't chill. fucking like me. You are bad. You are, though. Don't change who you are. You are who you are. And you yeah, know what? I'm cute. You and I are not exactly... We're not built the same as everyone else in this community. Let's nah, be honest. We're the dynamic duo. Team War Crimes is what it was. Batman fucking, and Robin. And you know what? For this podcast, we're the fucking Three Musketeers. <laughs> oh, fucking God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm buzzed. I'm just going to be cringe. Okay, you need more. You need so, more drinky drinky. You know, I, I was watching that Turbo just... podcast before this, and you know what? You had, you know what? I you made an accusation, Justin. I you had called me innocent. <laughs> you had called me innocent, and Lisa was. Lisa and I were both watching this podcast. And well, she to goes, be fair, to your goes, viewers, you are very innocent. I was like, 
if dude we gotta hang out we gotta we gotta actually hang out one time in real life we gotta actually hang out to be fair if people don't know no, you you are yes but i know absolutely. you i know you're not absolutely. but if people don't that's, know you that's factual that's absolutely true but i mean see i act i got i i feel like because i could tell you were true like when you were hanging out with me and the boys you were de very different but when yeah, you were yeah, with some yeah, other yeah, people yeah. i could tell you were like that's that's what comes with being a, a a person that has you know clout quote unquote somebody that has fucking some i i have people watching me i don't want to be a terrible responsibility like you and just it's fair <laughs> destroy the youth's minds but um i'm somebody who likes to to keep it on the low and um dude our time in vegas like i don't want to fill the whole fucking podcast up with our time in vegas but it was seriously one of the best experiences of my entire life. Yeah, one of the best weekends I've ever had, Just like, to be honest. It was only like three days, maybe even less than that, but it was phenomenal. It was just like, it was such a like a clarifying experience for me. Like, I, I, I feel like I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about you guys. I learned a lot about everybody on that trip. And I feel like I matured a lot. I feel like I, because uh, when I was out there, I'm not even going to lie, I felt so alone. Because I've, I, I'm so used to being with Lisa and my kids. And... Dude, okay, I'm making sure I'm not the only one that felt that. Because I got a little homesick the first night. I was like, there's yeah. no Heather here. I was I worried know. that my show, I was like, fuck, I hope these guys don't notice. I'm not like, I don't want to be like a bummer and be all like fucking up in my feelings this this entire trip. While like I'm thinking about everything that's behind right now. And, and I was stressed out because of the flight. And I was like, I, that whole, I, I couldn't even eat because of how anxious I was a lot of the time. You guys can attest to that. I was like Man. struggling to like, I was just so anxious. I was like, fuck, I don't want to be a mess in front of these guys right now. Cause there's just a lot of like shit going on behind mm -hmm. the scenes. So I was like trying to be, I, I, I was trying to be cool, but, and there's a lot of shit in my personal life too, that I don't like to, to talk about too much, but you know, there's a lot of like just fucked up shit going on right now. So I'm trying to like, yeah. I was trying to like internalize that for that trip. And uh, I don't know where the fuck I'm headed with this, but, yeah, I was just trying to like not be an anxious mess because I kind of was on the inside. It, I would also say meeting new people is stressful, like just in general. Yeah, like, we had never met. Time. Like none of us had met. Well, me and Carson, yeah. but like me, you, and Turbo, we've never met in person. But before that, and and we we can believe we know each other super well, which we do. But until you meet somebody face to face, it's you never one hundred percent know somebody. You can like 95% know somebody over Discord like this, but until you, like, you don't know how somebody's going to act in front of you until you're actually physically in front of them. Mm. And that's very telling. I think that's way more than telling than how you communicate with somebody on the internet, for mm -hmm. example. Well, and I would say, because I mean, like Justin said, me and him had met before this, you know, this wasn't our first time actually seeing each other. And I could say that, you know, meeting you in Turbo felt the same way it did when I met Justin, where it was like, oh, hey, like, what's up? And it was just like an instant click. It was like, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm chill with these guys. I like these guys. And I felt like that almost the Stop entire that. trip to where it was just like, <laughs> nah, like, I'm just hanging out with my friends here. It's like, I wouldn't be weird, like, if I need to get a hold of you or something, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't want to, like, yell Tim real loud. It's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to scream it, get your attention, whatever the fuck I need to do. But real quick feel-good moment about Vegas, where... You know, this is kind of like an outside view, like a third person. The very first day of ZWC when you guys were, like, meeting all the kids and all that. Such a feel-good fucking moment. Like, you have all these other big YouTubers there. 
and it's usually like the older teens that were like hovering around them but then you and justin dude it was like kid after kid like like you said like, like an eight, eight year to old 14 yeah like an eight year old approached me and was like yo can we get a picture and everything I'm like i have a terrible influence for you why are you watching yeah, there's some content? kids coming up to me and i was like you I've should not drinking... be watching my videos to begin with right yeah. now <laughs> it's like, like... It, it, oh man but it was like such a feel-good moment watching you guys because it's like i cannot think of anyone else who deserves this more than you guys and it was fucking awesome to actually see like these kids like look up to these guys and these guys are you know you're being genuine to like these kids too it was so fucking awesome sure one of my so. favorite parts of the trip so yeah i was trying I, to be as myself as myself possible without trying to be a fucking anxious mess Tim, besides zwc have you ever has anybody ever recognized you in public once one fucking once? time dude at an outback steakhouse which was like so, 20 minutes from my house it's the so most i was random there. places yeah yeah it was like there was this fucking guy he was just he was just the kid that showed me where my table was so he showed me where my table was oh that's the worst and he, he kind of just kept glaring at me it was sort of like this not very subtle sort of like stare at me and i, I picked on it i picked up on it very fucking easily and i looked at him like i just kind of looked at him like what's the deal here and he's like are you tim hansen i'm like <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> just, th this is my instant reaction i'm just like yeah yeah that's me and he goes he he's, he's just pitch red in the face he's just blushing his fucking face Aww. off dude and he's just like looking at he must have been like 16 years old like 15 years old like one like this is probably a starter job at outback Shout out to that guy. this kid is probably just like he's just and i i kind of was just weirded out i'm just like this was like the first time i'd ever been met with that sort of situation so i was sitting there kind of just like hey like it was yeah awkward, wasn't yeah it? it was very fucking awkward and I, i'm not going to take blame for that i didn't make it awkward i was just very receptive to his nope. it was your fault all oh, your fault <laughs> no dude i apparently I, i'm an awkward piece of shit no this motherfucker <laughs> was awkward as shit he was just glaring at me like a fucking deer in headlights just like i'm, I'm just looking at him like like yo and he just like inevitably after like it, by the way this wasn't a long exchange it was like probably only like 15 seconds and then he just went off and that was the last i saw of him that was the only time i've ever been confronted irl other than vegas you on the other hand i get recognized all the fucking, fucking time <laughs> you got a dressed right. in a fucking disney world bathroom that, that was <laughs> the first time uh somebody ever recognized me so he had actually seen me earlier in the day. And he was like, hey, are you crazy rabbit? And I was like, maybe. Who's asking? He was like, oh, I love your YouTube videos or whatever. I think this was yeah. actually before we started playing together. So then he's like, oh, well, nice to meet you. Thanks for watching everything. We separate. And then later in the day, I guess he saw me go into the bathroom. And he's like, I need to get a picture with him. So he comes into the bathroom while I'm That's pissing. So he's like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And I'm like, all right, man, listen, my hand's on my cock right now. We're going to... I think it's a little illegal to be taking a picture with you underage with my cock out in a bathroom right now. So let's not do that. So we had to go out and we took a picture. But I get recognized. Oh, I think I've been recognized like six fucking times. Yeah. I, th you, I think it's because I have you a very do videos, distinctive look. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. You do videos a lot more involving like your like your webcam and your physical appearance. I like a style of content. Well, with COD zombies, that is. If I were doing a different style of content, it'd be different. But if, I were, if I'm doing COD zombies, my personal take on it is like, Without a webcam, I might be tripping for that, but that's sort of always been my take at it. So I don't get fucking recognized ever. I don't show my face all that often, but you show your face in probably like the majority of your content. 
So it's you probably easy to see like a, a bald yeah. midget with fucking a headband on. It's pretty easily I, recognizable. I I suppose. I suppose. But if you ever do see me or Tim, especially me, I don't give a fuck. Come up and say, hey, bald retard, and come take oh, a yeah. picture or whatever you want. I don't give a shit. If, as long as you don't fucking stare at me like I'm a goddamn murderer, then come maybe grab we my can ass. talk and have a conversation. But I was just like so weirded yes. out by that one exchange. Um, so by the way, Tim, I've been drinking a lot of liquids. We'll just put it at that. So I've got to be urinate real quick. If there's a podcast, if there's like a little, this is where you could punch a little advertisement in. If we don't have an ad, but we can, we can <laughs> I was gonna say, out gamer subs. never advertisement worthy, but subs. I'm going to take a little piss break. So maybe slide an ad in here or like a, like a, one of those, uh, the gamer what's that subs. fucking, what's that Fuck app G-Fuel. called? That, that shitty, uh, not, not fucking, what's that app called? That I can't you, say it. Of, I know what you're talking about, but I can't I say it because of saying. stuff. Yeah. I, d- we got you. Just go pee. Okay. Just okay. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Justin, here, to keep Yo. it going. Didn't you say you got recognized like immediately after moving to Florida recently? Yeah. Uh, like, I was in the gas station and I was getting yeah. a, I was getting a fucking drink. And this guy, I, he, he's a fucking ninja, dude. Shout out to that guy. He's a fucking ninja because I didn't sense his presence or his chakra at all. And he just comes chakra. up behind me. He's like, yeah. He's like, come on. Hey, you crazy rabbit. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. What up, man? I get I get recognized all like I had there was a guy that recognized me in my apartment complex been recognized at fucking restaurants at stores it's, it's like so I'm not that famous how the fuck do you guys all know me I still think the most ironic part about that is I got recognized before you did because of you that was funny that was so fucking weird I was like a sophomore in high school and a guy a grade below me came up and he goes hey are you like the same Carson that plays with that crazy rabbit guy you were only like two thousand subs too like you were not a big channel I was like uh yeah and he goes yeah like no i like i love watching the zombie stuff like i see you know you're on stream with him every once in a while like, y'all playing black ops 2 i was like whoa slow down like this is i was like this is not supposed to i text you and you were like shut the fuck up no way and i was like i'm dead fucking serious right now <laughs> going up uh i actually got recognized uh before rabbit did oh shit with, because of rabbit it, i was like sophomore year of high school and a guy who was a gray below me asked me in like the hallway he goes hey are you like the same carson that plays with that crazy rabbit guy that does zombies i was like what yeah rabbit only had like two thousand subs at this time too so it was like the chances of this happening are like immensely small it's like so fucking weird but he's right. like oh no like no like i I watch his streams and like his videos every once in a while and like i thought it was you but i wasn't sure i was like that's so fucking weird. First thing I did as soon as that happened is I text Justin. I was like, you're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> oh, God. so weird. There's a tropical storm right now coming through here. So a little Dude, I could hear stormy. That. Excuses. You know what that is? That's Santa Claus. Putting his dick down the his tree. ass up. Put me on the knot. Wait, it's August. You, you didn't have to say up in there. It would have got the same point across. I'm going to go fuck his ass. Hell yeah. What is the non-Christian shit. Santa? What, which one is that? Is that Krampus? Is Krampus? That fucking, that's the, the Polish no, that's, this is like fucking hairy one. Anti, Krampus is like anti-Santa. Oh. It's like the German Santa. Or some shit. Everything in the Germ- everything that has to do with Germany or the German language is just fucking angry. You ever notice angry that? and scary. It's just like, it's just all just, just terrifying. It's like, who the hell would want to be German if they had to... It's like, it's like if you had to, if you had to pick which ethnicity you would be before you were fucking born, nobody would pick German because you'd be no. pissed off your whole life. I think you'd want to pick like Scandinavian or something so you can be no, tall. Please. Oh, you mean like my like, my family? Yeah. Not me. I don't want to be me. 
I think, I think there's value to being you. I think you're a great version of you. I think you have a lot of attributes that Listen, the small serve penis, you well. the small dick doesn't fucking help Tim. Maybe not in the sex maybe department of black. your life, but you know, in different departments, there are different qualities that maybe speak volumes. All right, Justin, let's pick our favorite race. Do what? We could do like a. Want to run that speed run? You know. I'm kind of going no filter for this podcast since it's on your channel and not mine. I was going to say, you act like we I could fucking, I was going to say, we could go like a one through five. We could like rank ethnicities of women we would screw like in an order. Like it could. I was yeah, say that talking. very loud so your fiance can hear, Tim. Let's, let's get a little louder, please. She's asleep. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I think. All right, you started off. Who's number one? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. No, we're, sk we're skipping this segment. We're skipping this segment. All right, now Start we're going to pick out the top right. five least minorities we fucking hate. Let's go. Number one. All right. So, all right, Justin, now now you have a little clickbait for the for the title. It was like our favorite minorities, and then we're <laughs> oh, never going Lord. to discuss it. We're just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna that should be the on. title. You know what YouTube's going to do when they see that title? Demonetize. De de uh, demonetization instantly. You've had a little... They, they probably sit on drinky? your channel. They probably sit I think on your channel do. and they fucking click demonetization, demonetization for every single video you upload. And I Did think it's unfair. Did you see what I tweeted out <laughs> about the, just the demonetization thing where I scrolled through? Yeah. Yeah. Just one video got monetized. It's kind of surprising, honestly. I'm not it, surprised. In the I've been doing good. Like I wait for like three minutes in to before I really get into any of the naughty naughty. And I don't. So I actually figured out why that happens, Justin. Um, like I 100% know why now. Um, so you know how YouTube has like the automatic captions? Yeah, that's probably what it is. It is that. Uh, I know this because the guy I work for, Nestor, he like he's a kid channel, right? Like he makes videos for young audiences. And at one point in the video, he says the word "gun," and that one video where he said the word "gun," he lost so much. Uh, his CPM like just went through the floor, dude. Yeah, it's such bullshit. Like. They still push the views, but as for everything else, nothing. Bullshit. So. Tim, speaking of YouTube. Oh, good God. I got to talk when about my first... job now. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into it. <laughs> when our first, that one video we first played together, that uh shitty one barrier map or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When that first hit a million views, what was your, because that thing fucking skyrocketed. So that was the summer of, I believe, 2019. Which was, was, long ago. was which was coming off of a very underwhelming Black Ops Four year. Black Ops Four was very underwhelming. So custom zombie, like my channel growth, did not come from Black Ops Four. It came from custom zombie. So I was doing a lot of that. And the very first video we had recorded together was on that like like a nameless one barrier map somewhere. I remember in the what workshop. it looks like. Yeah, it was like the. It was almost like a Minecraft, like you know, like quartz looks like in Minecraft. Like it was just like a quartz fucking Minecraft little fucking. It was so stupid, and there were just a billion perk machines lined up. It was just like one of those maps that we notorious play, Super notoriously play constantly. So, we ended up playing that map, and like, I don't even know how it came about me reaching out to you. Like, do you remember how that went about? Because I do not. <sighs> Like all I remember, I remember I reached out to you if I could re react to one of your videos. Yeah. Okay. And then I think it was something to do with that, like how I reached out to you for that, and then you're like, "Hey, we should play sometime together." And then eventually you came back and reached out to me. Maybe. 
something like that. Maybe. I don't remember too much. Yeah. And then we ended up, we hopped in a, a game of custom zombies. We were, recorded just like a very trivial trivial video in my opinion it was like maybe less than an hour uploaded that it did very well i'm like okay maybe there's something to this so i stuck with that and that was a summer where custom zombies just happened to be doing super well that was like bo3 custom zombies breakthrough was the like it, it for some reason it it was ex like it existed a long time before that but people did not start playing bo3 custom zombies a lot until that summer and so that summer, I took full advantage of that shit, and I was playing a ton of custom zombies. And I think what does well on YouTube is content that's very, like, almost relatable is a good term. It's like, you know how, like, for example, these shorts, like, YouTube is doing a new thing where they have shorts, where it's like, a, like I think it's a minute or less where you can make a quick little video. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, like, it's just a very brief sort of video that you can upload like well people people like content that's very relatable very simple very quick and so i was thinking with custom zombies i can make a bunch of i can make a bunch of content where i just have like one or two dudes playing with me in which case it was you turbo and lex we had that group chat we were all like let's fucking link together and let's play some zombies so i was thinking we have that concept of like a couple different dudes and we just play different custom zombies maps title it weird obscure shit <laughs> that just doesn't make sense like we played a map where we were 50 fucking cent all four of us and we were <laughs> playing at the clucking bell <laughs> i love that <laughs> that shit was just like that's just an example of the shit we were doing well, and so that just that that to me feels like that video even though it got demonetized i think has still like half a million views like yeah, it shit insane. like that does well on youtube it did at the time at least like that shit works to some extent I think we, the funniest thing that came from all of that, because I, you know, I still had no idea who the fuck you were back when all this was happening. Like I was really gone from like from pretty much everything. I would text Justin like maybe once a month just so we knew we, the other person was alive. And yeah. all of a sudden, like I see you blowing up. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he like gave me a quick TLDR, and I clicked on a video and it was that it was one of those fucking ones where you were Kermit, and I was like, oh good lord, I understand why he's blowing up. <laughs> I was That's like, great. I understand it because this yeah. is like, this feels like OG like gaming YouTube videos. It's like almost like Van. Like is is Vanos a correct like sort of? compares mm. it's almost like a co that's type of did, content yeah. that's very like so, it's not that hard to make like people can make that type of content but it's just like there's like this weird sort of intangible element to this type of content where it's just like i i somehow i guess somehow made it work i i, I can't explain to you how that type of shit works like some you people just, just find like a niche in like the youtube algorithm or just they're just like they find their way and it's like inexplicable like how do you ex i don't know how to explain it it's just a really weird process. Maybe I was picked at random. Me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I feel like uh, that is how it is sometimes. I really do. I think because my second channel, I uploaded one video. Just It was just a, a shitty stream clip that I got just showing off my guns. And it got like almost half a million views. It's like, what the fuck? Why? Well, I mean, there's a lot of parts of it. You have the AVD. You have the click-through rate. You have the, like, not just the AVD, but the, like the first 30-second AVD where it's considered the intro. And then you have all these like little things like the transcripting, you have the meta tagging, you have the everything. Like we found out because like I said, I worked the YouTube guy. We found out that the words you say in the video that get transcribed are also saved as metadata and are used in the algorithm as well. To where if you say Mr. Beast 20 times in your video, Mr. when people Mr. look at Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, <laughs> so, give away, give like away. That, which is why 
if I looked up Crazy Rabbit and a guy has a video where he talks about you, but you're not in the title, you're not in the tags or description or anything, that could still show up if I looked for Crazy Rabbit on YouTube. Like, that's how crazy YouTube's algorithm is. And there's so yeah. many little things that play into it. And sometimes you just accidentally hit that bullseye and it just shoots you through the roof. And you didn't it's very even complex, it. very mm -hmm. intricate system that doesn't really make any rhyme or reason no. to anybody. None of no it's well sense. documented. You literally just got to keep guessing. <laughs> yeah. And guys no like uh, Mr. Beast, for example, guys like that do sort of pick up on trends and sort of like different quirks in the algorithm. And, they, and, and guys like that figure it out as best as they can. And and they really take that to their advantage. Guys like us who fucking swear in our videos and our you have know, dark humor, we're, we're kind of just screwed. We're kind of like at the bottom of the barrel, no matter how hard we try. The one for like scraps. I, I get monetized, but like not nearly as well as I could be if I were doing something like that was completely harmless. Like if I were just like a non-swearing Minecraft good boy Christian YouTuber, like I'd probably be making like at least triple what i'm fucking making right now is somebody who swears constantly i have really dark humor i i, I just I, I i have a filter but to a very low extent i feel like i i don't really hold back as much as i probably should and you on the other fucking hand are even worse of a story even way worse i am a saint i can't even imagine what it's like I can't even imagine how discouraging that must be. I, you know it what you got to do? You got to stop swearing in the first minute of your I video. I don't. I, I'm a good boy no, now for the go, first. Go full video without swearing and see what it does. Uh, you're, you're asking a lot here, but you're asking a lot. Dude, censor like, it. You can censor it, too. Uh, you can say controversial shit, but don't, try not like... You can say words like hell and damn, I think, pretty easily on YouTube's algorithm. But if you say words like fuck and shit like really sort of like sharp profanities, they pick up on that more than anything else. And if it's in the first well, see, like I've... 60 seconds to 90 seconds of your video, they crack down on that especially. Well, that's something I've, I've been doing. Like I won't try to say, I really won't say anything bad for like the first three minutes of the video. And then even when I try to edit out some, sometimes like the F word and shit, they would still hit me. And so I'm just like, I just gave up. I was like, there's no reason. I majority of my money comes from donations. I'm just going to keep doing what's working because right. this is ridiculous. Yeah, right. No, streaming is the way to go for you, 100%. So Donations well, are great, I have an idea too. for a stream we could do, Tim, uh, once you're 21. <laughs> Sleep stream. We, we kind of set up like a... We each do our webcams. We have like a little ghetto uh, beer pong set up. It's like, I'll toss it, and if I hit hit it, you take your beer away, and you have to drink it or what. Like, I don't know, like a beer drinking virtual stream. Virtual beer we can, pong? Yeah, virtual beer virtual. pong. I like that. That's actually really and, But, but I, I'm stealing Pay Money Wubby's idea. Uh, we have challenges in them, too. So like if I hit one, I'm like, all right, you gotta do this and you gotta drink. I don't know. I'm stupid. We can get drunk and have fun. No, it's a good idea. I was thinking I wanted to do a sleep stream. That sounds so fun. One. Like like watching you and Lux do that shit, I was like so envious. I'm like, I wish I could do that so badly. I bought but this. I have, I have kids that are up at all stream. fucking hours of the night. So I'm like, Ugh. I don't know if I could even reasonably do that. Like Lisa would have to be on like double overtime for that shit. Like I'd have to I think I don't even know where I'd do it. Is that in time? You need to go visit Justin in Florida, and y'all do a sleep stream like IRL. That'd be good. Because the amount <sighs> of chaos that would party. happen. Yeah, come well, together. Like, so like, popcorn. Yeah. So like, it could be like really stupid. It's where it's like anytime someone donates a certain amount, even it can like spin a wheel and it'll do like a random challenge, even like all sorts of like really fun, stupid stuff. That That's what I have for the next sleep stream. We should play uh, Deadly Twizzer. You ever watch that video on YouTube of uh, I Dubs, Max Mofo, and all those fucking guys? They did Deadly Twizzer. Dude, like you, you pull out a twister board, okay? And 
there's like a trap or some sort of like dangerous hazardous fucking thing on each little section of the board so for example there were like mouse traps on one section and then another one would have like a bowl of like hot spaghetti or something and then every time they would flip the fucking wheel they'd have to do some some terrible painful shit fucking hell so i (laughs) i love that content I would not wish my worst hear you. Enemy I to ever have to recreate I can still hear you. Like, so recently, the Misfits just released a video where they had Max Mofo and anything for views over. And they were, like, mm-hmm. doing a bunch of internet challenges, like, back to back to back. Like, chugging an entire gallon of milk or uh, eating, like, you know, super hot peppers and then just all this stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I could not wish that on, like, some of my worst enemies, especially the milk one where yeah. they're chugging, like, a gallon of whole milk. And, like... It was so disgusting. I have massive respect to those guys. They deserve everything they have. But Jesus Christ, that is like such a shitty way to get. They're like the jackass. Yeah, YouTube. yeah. That that is just like people will do a lot to get into the, like the whole. Like people will do. It's it's crazy what some people will fucking do to get clout on the fucking internet, which doesn't even matter. Like even having a million subscribers on YouTube doesn't mean shit. Like I don't actually ever get recognized. Like people don't ever like I'm not a celebrity by any means. If anything, I'm like a D list celebrity, maybe. Like YouTubers really don't get that same respect that like a lot of celebrities do. So it's just crazy to see the fucking extent people will go to achieve that. I'm willing to say that you're not able to say that you're well known on the platform until you hit five million now, because there's so many one million channels that are super saturated. Yeah. Once you hit five million, that's where you could be like, okay, maybe this person's heard of me, and like even then, that sounds like a little cocky, but it's like I think that that's about as far as you can really go. Yeah, if you were to have, uh, uh, what was it? A couple like I said, 2014, a million subs was like huge. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Nowadays, now, it's like, yeah, yeah, everyone's got a fucking million now. Uh, Reed, uh, Drew Schur, the guy that owns Night Media, he tweeted out something like a couple weeks back. And it was like, there's something like a couple thousand channels all have over a million subs now. That's insane. But then once you get up to like five million, that number drops to like a tenth. And then once you get to 10 million, it's like a tenth of that. Like the drop off is like super steep once you hit that million. Because a lot of people will hit a million and then stop. Tim, did you really? ever get your 100,000 plaque? I did. Yeah, that's re- on my uh, that's on my wall right over there. I did not hear anything about a million black yet. I haven't really inquired about it though, so I'm not like freaking out about it yet. Yeah, but... I think you have to like apply for it or something. Yeah, you know I should, think so. You know what you should do? You need to order one and send it to Justin because I want to see Justin with a million, like a one million sub Tim Hansen plaque on his back. <laughs> <Says show. Tim. laughs> you you have my fucking name on your wall. <laughs> I keep right. it. That'd be funny. Because like, I know you could do that because. Like, I know people who, uh, this guy, he, whenever he got a million subs, he sent a million sub plaque to his editor, to his thumbnail artist. So, like, oh, then I want one. Build up his channel. Like, you actually can buy, I think it's like 60 bucks or something. I'll buy one. But put it, oh, put it right above my little thing, Tim Hansen. Draw a little heart on it. You legitimately can't do that. That'd be like, dope. That is a thing, so. Dude, you know what's fucking annoying to me? Like, I wanted to talk about so many things on this podcast, but since I've had a couple of drinks and I feel like, I just feel like I can't remember everything I want to talk about, dude. Like, I was thinking, like, I didn't want to talk about Vegas the entire time, by the way, too, because I wanted to talk about Vegas, but I didn't want it to absorb the entire podcast. But here's one thing I wanted to mention. The way we all left Vegas was the saddest fucking way it could have happened. 
it was yeah. so so sad like we had the we had like probably one of the, like i can't speak for everybody but that was one of the most wholesome experiences of my life and so to see everybody just leave one by one one after the other do like a domino effect it just fucking like it like so here's how it went down like you and arc and manlet left night one basically or not night one but like you were the first to leave of all of Sunday us. Sunday night, yeah. So you all left together. And then after that, it was just Carson, Suspenders, me, Turbo, and fucking... I, don't, I guess that was probably it. So yeah. uh, we... Um, that night was sad. You weren't at the dog bed at the end of my bed. That made me feel real sad, real emotional. Turbo and I, I had to take buddies. showers in the morning without your presence. That was real emotional. Mm, um, just my buddies. And then Carson and then uh, Spenders, I think, left uh, the next day. Yeah. And then so Turbo and I, we were by ourselves till the very last second of that trip. And it was just really, uh, it was like fucked up. It was just sad. You shouldn't have left. Assholes. Sorry. (laughs) Next time we'll just walk home. I'll just miss my flight and walk home instead. It was really disheartening. It's like seeing everybody collapse one by one. Turbo and I were the last ones. My flight got my flight didn't even fucking exist to begin with. So I had to, I, I was expecting a really smooth and stress free home. No, nope. uh, just just not even close to that. It was just horrifying. Well, when we become millionaires from this crypto, we'll go redo the trip and we'll yeah. spend a month there. I owe Lex my firstborn <laughs> child. I owe Lex <laughs> my firstborn child for my crypto wealth. Yeah. If Lex makes me rich, I'm getting his tat- his logo tattooed on my ass. I will do that, Mr. T. Lexify, like the classic fucking logo, like the yeah. the OG one. I'll get that one right on my ass. Why I'll not? Slap it. It makes me a millionaire. I. <laughs> so speaking yeah. of tattoos, I almost got uh, your logo yesterday, Justin. Almost. Yeah, my what happened? Wasn't there, so I, oh. so at this parlor, there's three artists, and two. One of them is really good with like shading. One of them is really good with line work, and the other one I'm just not a fan of. And she was the only one available because my artist had to call in sick that day, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm canceling, not doing it. I don't uh, but uh, nah, I'm gonna get the KR probably same place like where you have the rabbit. Hell yeah. So, Tim, are you ever gonna get a tattoo? Lisa has been hounding me about that. She oh, she's on my side so too. You gotta get. She, uh, she's really big into that shit. She loves tattoos. I I want to. My biggest fear is getting a tattoo that's not meaningful, and I'm not going to be one of those guys that gets like their 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 son's name tattooed on their back. No, get your channel logo. No, no, no. it's not going to be like all sentimental. But I want to get something that means something, like that's like something that I feel intrinsically within me. Something like I don't know, maybe like a word or something, but like a symbol that really matters to me. But I would never want to get a tattoo that's just like superficial and like that's just like a sort of a so like a spontaneous decision. You know what I mean? You get yeah, tattoos the same way I do, where there's like a really deep personal meeting. I feel like Justin gets tattoos where it's like I really like this thing. Yeah. And so I got it. Like there's not <laughs> my favorite really anime. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, look at this anime. Wrong with that. Yeah. But like, look. So like, look. Hold on. Look, see, because I got this one right here because my grandpa, because the dude's like just a total Western head and worked at Area 51. So, alien cowboy, fuck it. It's goofy. I do got Nevada. Yeah. LOL. Like, he worked at Area 51. <laughs> he raided uh, it before yeah. the meme. 
Yeah. <laughs> got the puzzle piece for my son who does have autism. And then I also have a Hot Wheel because I asked my son, I was like, what, what should I get? What, what should dad go get on his arm? And he just said car. And I was like, bet. And then I was like, all right, well, Which I want to get something like for... I was like, oh, I want to get something for my mom too. So I ended up getting like what was her dream car and I bought the little fucking Hot Wheel of it. It's up there on my shelf too. So I got awesome. like a Hot Wheel, a little uh, Mustang tattoo. I got my puzzle piece and I got my Alien Cowboy. And I was about to get Justin's logo too because I mean, guy's been my best friend for like a decade now. So yeah, I've seen his penis. He has multiple, multiple times. times. That's multiple quirky. Times. I, I wish I, I had. <laughs> so I was gonna say, I got, dude, I'll, one... I'll send you the video. One tattoo idea oh, that was, uh, no. I had pitched this to Lisa and I was like, what if we like, as an ironic tattoo, as like a fun tattoo, we were like, let's get the word tattoo printed in a different language <laughs> as a tattoo on our back. And I was like, let's do it in Japanese. So like in Japanese symbols, it's like be three different funny. symbols. It would just say tattoo, but like in Japanese. So people will look at it and be like, oh, that like they, they'll, they'll see the symbols. And be like, respect. Oh, that, that probably means like like salvation or some fucking means tattoo. Some <laughs> dumb shit. No, nope, you go to Japan. Tattoo. Everyone's <laughs> making fun of you. I was thinking about maybe doing something like that. So this is going to sound cringe as shit, but like honestly, a year ago or maybe even a little bit less than that, I was genuinely considering maybe getting like a perk icon tattoo. Oh God, I'm so glad you didn't. Or like multiple. But I thought about it for a while because like a tattoo is something that I take seriously. Like I thought about it for a while and I'm like... Because my reasoning behind it in the first place was like zombies was definitely a big, huge piece of my life. Like if I never picked up that controller and played fucking Call of Duty fucking zombies, the most trivial, simple game mode of all time, I would not have met the people I have met. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have like the, the life situation I have. So I thought like maybe zombies is like something that is super significant to me that I could like sort of justify is getting a tattoo for it but ultimately i was like yeah, i don't know how it would look i don't yeah, no kind of glad i didn't, didn't go through it <laughs> yeah you like, didn't. like if i had like a big fucking juggernaut logo on my bag or something that'd be <laughs> oh, cringe God. right i'd make yeah, fun yeah. of you for just that. Get, get monty's scarf tattooed around your neck <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like in, in cursive i am that duck right on my fucking oh, God. <laughs> yeah that'd be All fun right. uh, i want to bring up the the next t- kind of topic here, Justin, you might feel a little excluded here, but Tim, I mean, you've been a dad for a little over a year now. I have dogs. Oh. <laughs> not, not the same where this is going. They're way more hyper than your stupid kids. Has there ever been a thing to where, like, immediately after your happen- you happened, the first thing that went through your head is, holy shit, I'm an awful dad. Like, it yes. like a funny, yeah. embarrassing story. I'm not even, like, I'm not ashamed to admit that kind of stuff. Because, like, mm-hmm. parents know that other, like, every parent understands that, like, it's fucking exhausting. Like, it, it just is. Espe- like, especially if you're a single parent. Especially if you're a parent at any sort of disadvantage. Even the fact that Lisa and I have each other. And sometimes we each feel like, holy shit, like, we're losing our goddamn minds. It's exhausting. So sometimes you make lapses. You make poor lapses in judgment. Sometimes you fucking make an error. Everyone's human. And as a parent, that's inevitable. So, like, I've made small little errors. Um, I, I wouldn't say there's, like, a standout moment where I was like, fuck. But, you know, there have been moments where, like, sometimes I just, like, 
you know, my, my son Thorne, for example, he's 13 months old now, and he's at the point where he's walking around. He's, you know, toddler, like he's getting to toddlerhood, and toddlers are very curious, and they want to explore everything and anything. It is relentless. It does not stop. <laughs> Restless is a fucking understatement, dude. It's just, like, constant every waking moment. And so there's just constant, like, grabbing things and, and inevitably things break and inevitably things get fucking destroyed. And sometimes it's easy to lose your temper and you're like, shit. Thorne the other day, he grabbed a little plant on the windowsill, this, like, little pot, fucking tore it right to the <laughs> ground like the little Godzilla he is, destroying his little city beneath him. Grabs his fucking plant, throws it on the ground, destroys it. This, this, this pot is in pieces. There's soil everywhere. This plant is destroyed. I'm like, my instant reaction was just to grab him and bring him right to his nursery and just put him right in his crib. I'm like, I was just sitting there. I'm like, fuck, I'm trying not to like. This little shit. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to like, you really have to kind of like remove yourself from the situation and be like, shit. Like, I, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm pissed off right now, but I'm not going to, I got to like sort of compartmentalize that and not yeah. fucking freak out and like do some dumb shit I get the backhand just fucking so go there, there are there are a ton of moments thing. like that especially through toddlerhood because toddlers are the most physically aggressive they will ever be like human beings are the most fun fact they're the most aggressive they will ever be between the age of like one and three when they're like like the terrible twos you ever heard of terrible twos like these kids these fucking little toddlers they run around and they fucking destroy everything they're like it's a little, they're like little Godzilla over there, like little goddamn city. They're destroying everything, tearing everything down because they're just curious. Like they just want, like that's all they know is just like, holy shit, there's this new thing. Let me grab everything, and it's just exhausting. Because like, my kid in particular, he's he's a lot like me. Somebody likes to be fucking moving around a lot. I gotta be chasing him around all day, and that's on top of like YouTube, and that's on top of like everything else. And we have a newborn now, and it's like. There's a lot, but you know, there are, there are definitely, like, to your point, there are definitely moments as a parent where you're like, you definitely can get overwhelmed and you're like, holy shit. Like sometimes it's just like a goddamn, but, and then, but you know, being a parent is easily the most rewarding experience in my life. It's just like watching these little kids grow up and become their own people. They're like part Lisa, part me. I always thought, I always thought that shit was interesting. Like he's, he's part me, but he's part not me and he's going to be his own person. And so like, it's just fun to like identify like how he's like me, how he's not. And it's just like watching him grow up and be his own person. It's just like this inexplicable sort of like, it's the only thing that keeps a parent going. Obviously it's just like this. It's, it's awesome. I mean, I, maybe you have different experiences, Carson, but that's, that's kind of my experience. You want more. I want, I, we, the initial goal was four. We wanted four. So we wanted to do a pair and then wait it like three or four years a gap and then have like another pair but now now that i have the two boys i'm like hey i got my boys i wanted boys <laughs> i don't know if I, I like maybe i'm good like we're, we'll see how that goes like the plan was to have more but i'm also totally okay with not having more so yeah <laughs> you ain't gonna win that battle she's gonna want her little baby yeah, girl we'll see how it goes yeah so yeah. My most embarrassing, like, parenting story, and this is, like, it was a traumatizing thing for me at the time, too, and it took me, like, a year to learn how to laugh at it. Um, So, at the time when my son was born, who was also born a month premature, so we were not ready, uh, we were living in an upstairs apartment, and so 
his mom was having to walk up and down the stairs anytime we did anything. I was working full time. Fuck at that bank. bitch, by the way. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I was working full time at a bank and was like fucking exhausted. And we had really shitty roommates too. So, like, that was added on stress. So, my brain is like fucking just permafried at this point. Mm. And it, we end up going in for a false labor. And we're there. Like, you know, I, had, I left work. I was like, oh shit, like, baby time. Get there and like false labor. They declared that they gave her the shit. They're like, all right, this is going to, you know, help stop everything. We get home, and, like, 12 hours later, it's, like, 3 in the morning. She, like, I remember her, like, kicking me to wake me up. She goes, up, baby, now. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it was like, yeah. all right, it's time. And so keep in mind, at this point, there's, like, little to no sleep in me, right? And yeah, Dude, so, I can concur and continue on with your story. Yeah. but <laughs> So we go to the hospital. Baby's born, like, super fucking just like that, right? Like, he's preemie, so to put it simply, the kid literally just popped out. So <laughs> Slid on out. Yeah. Uh, Slaughter slide. Was, he was born uh, with, like, he, he was premature. He was born with premature lungs, and so he had a really difficult time even breathing. So because of that, he was put into NICU for a few days, and so we stayed at NICU this entire time. And, Tim, have you, when the babies were born, did you stay the night in the hospital or no? We, we, yeah, both of her pregnancies were C-sections, not by choice, but because Thorin didn't want to come out in the, the first time around and he literally, we had to yank him out. And then the second time, once you have one C-section, you basically are scheduled to have the rest of them. Like you have no choice, at least where I live. They, they, they kind of just like, are like, once you have one C-section, like you got to have the rest of them be C-sections because mm -hmm. I don't know, it, for whatever reason. Yeah. So she had a scheduled C-section. So it went pretty like the for, for Thorin's. It went, it went very not smoothly because he didn't want to come out and he was just having a bunch of issues. And so when he came out, he was all good. Uh, but when Olin came out, uh, it was scheduled, so we were, we were much more, we were anticipating Olin's birth a lot more obviously than Thorin's since it was the second yeah. one. So he kind of just like came out. It was scheduled. We were anticipating it. We weren't stressed at all because we had already been through the situation, and so that was. Olin's was definitely a my second son was definitely a thousand times smoother than the first one but like man like I gotta say one of the one of the questions like I'm, I'm sure you've gotten this question too is like what is your immediate reaction to having a kid like what is your first initial feeling to having genetically so, part of you as another person like in front of you Carson and my you still remember when I reaction. told you the first time you told me you were gonna have a kid do you still remember what I told you if I remember right, you said you're a fucking idiot or something like that. I said you're fucked. <laughs> so, yeah, my friends were right, telling me the same right. shit. So to be very blunt, and this is part of why I felt so shit for a long time, like completely mentally, I was so mentally and emotionally drained to like so many other things in life. It didn't even fucking click to me. I did not feel like a dad looking at my fucking newborn son. I did not feel a connection, and I felt fucking awful because of that. I've heard because that a lot. I just very no, that's not there. The same thing happened to me. Well, not, I mean, I was, I was okay. I was doing okay mentally. I wasn't trying to, I'm not trying to apply. Like I was doing like shitty or anything, but yeah. when you're like, the way I see it is people are people. Like a person is a person, despite the age, even though that they were just born seconds ago, like a person is a person. In my opinion, yeah. you don't know a person until you get to know a person. So until an amount, like until an extended period of time has gone by, where you get to know this person 
it doesn't matter if they're genetically you or not. Like this is somebody you get, you need to get to know. And so I did not feel an immediate infatuation with my child. I didn't immediately feel like, holy shit, like I, I can't get enough of this kid. Like my initial reaction was more like kind of standoffish, like kind of almost an out of body experience, sort of trying to yes. like observe break it. Like, like you're kind of like taking in the whole situation. Like, cause there is an entire, like you do not, like I was not fully ready until it actually happened. Like no matter how ready you fucking think you are, you are not ready until there is a <laughs> physical Dude. child sitting across from you that you are responsible for financially emotionally mentally physically you are fucking responsible for this child so that doesn't click until it actually happens no matter how hard you try and, and when I that happens you get you finally time. get it yeah yeah it's just like they're they're a person and and they're young and they can't speak they can't walk around they can't it's they can't phys they can't show any body language to show their affection and to you as a new dad all you see is a little like i mean to be to be frank like a fetus that 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 is now on the outside that that can't really do anything other than fucking cry and whine and that's why it's so hard for new parents to be able to adjust to that because the only form of communication this child has is fucking screaming and yelling and crying and that's obviously like not a not a positive parents don't see that it's like a positive thing so it's easy to get overwhelmed and stressed out but i mean the good parents obviously fucking figure it out and the bad parents don't so like yeah. it was definitely almost a year before it like it finally hit me because i remember my son fucking like threw a handful of spaghetti at me and giggled and i was like <laughs> oh shit like this you is my kid <laughs> but, yeah. like i like the, from the second he was born i had that like that you know it's weird to say but like that natural instinct that's like i'm going to care for this protect this because you, know, you have to. to yeah well nature kicks you in the ass <laughs> nature's like it's not even just that it was you gotta like, fucking to bulk up here dude good. yeah but I felt so bad. So the very first night, we finally get home. Son's like five days old. Take this on home. Uh, his mom is like, "Hey, I'm gonna take an, I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna lay him down in his bassinet. We please keep an eye on him." I'm like, "Yeah, of course." Keep in mind, I'm still in like my fucking work clothes. I'm a fucking mess. I sit on the couch. I lay back, and we have this fucking pug at the time. Which I fucking hate pugs, by the way. I fucking hate <laughs> them, especially this one existence yeah this one just had this like inherent need to shove her ass on top of you at all times right which plays into the story like i don't know why like if you were sitting down she would like purposely like make sure her butthole was planted firmly on your fucking foot or like my if fucking mom's couch, dog does the same shit she like fucking it's shoved so her ass right up to you it's like are you trying to itch I your ass are you, like what is your are you trying to orgasm right now what's your what's your goal <laughs> so, here <laughs> here's the part that really <laughs> fucked me up i fell asleep on the couch did not mean to, but I did. I wake up in a daze. She is like, you know, his mom is standing there wrapped in the towel, like screaming at me, like, you know, freaking out. And I look in front of me. The fucking pug is in the bassinet trying to rub oh, her asshole on my Lord. son's head. I I grabbed that dog and threw it right at the fucking wall. I was like, <laughs> fuck this dog. It's so, <laughs> I, it's so funny how quickly... People are willing to turn on their pets if they attack their kids. Like if my I fucking like, if I had a dog no. that attacked my kid, no. Like I'm you're like, going against the, the fucking wall, dude. Dude, I felt so fucking bad. I was like, I fell asleep and this dog just suffocated my fucking son with her asshole. I felt <laughs> so, so fucking bad. I dwelled on this until he was like two. I was like, I'm a shit uh, dad for that. Uh, that's a good story. I, I mean, that's like, not that bad. That's that's oh, not yeah. nearly as bad as like. I mean, some people well, like, are actual deadbeats. Like that's not that's yeah. not anything. It's like, 
I look at myself now as like, you know, I, I, you know, not to be cocky, but I feel like I am a good dad. Like I do everything You're I can shit, to provide my son. Well, it's pretty easy to tell if you're a good dad or not or a good parent or not just depending on how your kid's fucking doing like yeah if your kid Is has a roof over his head if he's like doing well like it's it's not that it's not rocket science like you can tell if someone's a shit yeah. parent or not like it's it's not that hard to tell like especially with social interact like in the age depends but like you you can tell if a one-year-old is is being treated properly or not mm -hmm. it's not rocket science and oh man uh, so another uh funny like quick little story this one is where i realized that my son was essentially going to be a carbon copy of me like he already looks exactly we like don't me. need more of you like in the world he looks yeah, like, yeah. we need an army of me we need an army of me all right oh. like that's the we need an like, army that's of the goal in life. justin's running <laughs> yeah, around yeah we do Dude, literally, the I tank just want tops and everything. I, I, I want to in twenty years. I want to hear that our kids are doing a podcast together. That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> uh, nice. come on, no, Lauren, uh, get on that shit. <laughs> so, I one time I so this has been my office for like a really long time, like this room of the house, and right next to my office is the bathroom, and then on the other side of that is my son's room, and it's been like that for years now, and he was like maybe two like he's still in fucking pampers and everything he's you know he's just learning how to waddle around and i was eating a bag of hot fries like you know those cheeto hot fries mm -hmm. and i had those on my desk and i go to the bathroom and i as far oh, as i'm no. aware my son's asleep as far as i'm aware my son's asleep right and go to the bathroom come back out my hot fries are gone oh, oh no. no like i was like what the fuck didn't think anything of it he's gonna rub his eyes too. went to go check on my son He's standing next to his crib, eating my bag of hot fries, watching TV. Just like nothing. What a Chad. I was like, damn, this is my son. This is my D -A -M -N. son. D-A-M-N. Damn. And, and then like literally like maybe two, three months ago, I found these ghost pepper like cheese balls, right? Because I love spicy food, dude. It's my vice. And he, of course, steals them again. And I'm just like, do it. You're not going to like it. He sat there and ate the entire bag. He's a goddamn thief. Like, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be awful. I'm going to have to like carry, like rush you to the bathroom. I already know you're going to like stare at me when you know it's coming, and I'm going to have to sprint so you don't mess up this house. <laughs> oh. Because oh. it's not going to end well. Oh, Carson. Oh my god. I made a. You know what? You asked the question, have I ever made a parenting mistake? Yes. I made one very oh, fucking bad mistake that oh, I no. just thought of. I was <laughs> oh, in Cape God with. Lisa's parents and their family for the weekend. I was just enjoying my time out there. And so the waitress brings by this sauce for our fucking food. And it was like this, I think it was like Tabasco sauce or something really hot, really something really spicy. And unbeknownst to me, I fucking take this sauce and I offer it to my son, Thorin, <laughs> who's 13 months old. Let's go! <laughs> he has oh, no. his, he's eating his fucking like his fries and he's eating his food. And I give him a little bit of this sauce, and I like I, I put like I dip my finger in it, and I I, I basically like swabbed his mouth with it, and he lost his fucking <laughs> mind, and it, it didn't even take a full second to happen. It like the second that shit touched his gums, like you could see his reaction was just like just a he was Father. shrieking. Why are you we're in public, mind you. Like we're in actual public and he's just shrieking at the top of his fucking lungs and it was completely my fault.
So everyone in her, I'm, I'm like, I'm panicking. I'm just looking around at everybody like, and all of her parents, like her what parents happened? are looking at me and they're just kind of like, like everyone's just looking at each other with the same fucking expression. Like, uh, uh, like, what do we do right now? Rub his and nose he just like, it. like, like so, I, just, I just took some water, like some cold water with some ice in it. And he had a couple sips and he was cool. But I was just like, holy shit. I could have just like murdered my child's mouth right now just by like. Complete negligence to like I, I just took a sauce like that I, that was just completely unknown to me. I'm just like here, let's, let's fucking put it in my child's mouth. And he almost exploded. That's no, as a result. Right. <laughs> I I know that there's gonna be a clear answer to this because there's dads react in one of two ways whenever something really dumb happens like that, and it's either oh my god I can't believe dude I did this I feel so bad I need to fix this or it's just no emotion at all. It's like fuck uh, what do I do now. <laughs> I felt both of those things at the same time. So I literally felt. Here's the. I I felt the remorse first. At first, I was remorseful. I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have done this. But then, after time passed and he like got his water and he was cooling down, I'm like, yeah, I don't... he's alive. It's fine. What? Yeah, he's fucking. So, he's he's breathing. Whatever. Oh, fuck. I had one moment <laughs> where I did not feel bad at all because I thought it was hilarious, but I was just like, shit, I, like this looks awful. Uh, I was standing in a fucking line at Taco Bell and my son is like you know maybe 13 months 14 months and i'm holding him you know but his butt's on my arm hand on his back yeah it's like leaning him forward like that playing with him right and i'm going like and lean back <laughs> lean back and then i stand back up and i take my arm off of his back and then he decides he's gonna go again oh, no. now luckily oh, no. i had a, I had like a godzilla grip on his legs right so that's fine but he just straight up just fucking backwards completely upside down and i'm holding this kid like by his bent knees in the middle of a fucking taco bell and he screams bloody murder his mom screams and uh. everyone's just fucking staring at me and i just like casual as hell just <laughs> just flipping back up and i'm just like he's good she's like kids she's, don't she's get like, it man she's, she's like give me the baby no you're not carrying him anymore you almost dropped him. <laughs> it's like i didn't drop him kids. It, to be fair i've only dropped my son once and that's because he kicked me in the face at the exact same time and like my body was just like you're not catching him <laughs> <laughs> i mean shit. Yeah, his... shit does happen unfortunately yeah. with fu like if kids fucking retaliate like it's just it's one of the situations yeah. where it's like if a kid like kicks you in the face and that cause or if a kid fucking struggles and that causes you to drop them it's like it's sh some shit's unavoidable i'm rough with my kids well kids i'm rough with like with my son like I'll grab him by if he's running by I'll grab him by the ankle and like you know, Mary, little shit. Hair, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the exact same way. I'm not like I'm not like I love that. I'm not I'm not somebody who lets my kids fucking walk all over me. Like that's how you raise yeah. snobby fucking kids. If you let them just do whatever the fuck they want, like I'm okay, already te right. I'm trying at least to let like like Thorin just like sometimes he's very destructive and outright and he acknowledges it. And, and he'll he'll look at me and give me like sort of like a a look where I'm like, well, he's very very well aware of what he's doing right now, and he's destroying shit. So at that time, like you do, you do have to kind of discipline, like not, not not like you know subject them to poor treatment or anything, but you do have to kind of like lay the law down and be like that that shit ain't how it's gonna be. Like you're not gonna grab this shit, throw it across the room. Like you do have to step I'm in and and intervene. I'm I'm pro spanking. <laughs> Personally. Oh yeah. So, Eat the shit if, this, if the situation Fucking... is dire enough, for, I mean, yeah, like, I, I mean, like I'm not gonna beat my kid, 
but I do feel like there needs to be like some form of a you know, negative emotional attachment to misbehavior. Yeah, exactly. You have to establish sort of a, you know, a, a, a drawback for, for, you know, misbehavior. You don't want them to fucking just put them up for a think that it's okay to just treat you like shit and walk all over yeah, you. It's like, if my son, like, you know, pushes his drink over at the lunch table, I'm not, you know, grabbing him, whipping his butt and throwing him to his room. I'm going to be like, no, nah, paper towels, clean it up, go lay down. And like he'll lay down for like thirty seconds and get back up and. <laughs> yeah, we we have kids of different ages too, so it's a little bit different, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Like, I have a very very young child, so it's probably a little different. True. That I I will say I didn't start spanking my kid until he was like three, so like two and a half three, because I <laughs> I figured like there's no use until then, like personally. Yeah. Like, Whatever he's not. We we talked a little bit earlier about you know why take your kids to fucking Disney World if they can't remember it, uh, but. No, I, yeah. I remember the one time my son did something that made me just go, what the hell is, like, why did you do that? Uh, So, back here on this little desk right here, I used to have a TV here, PS4 was hooked up. I have, like, the little, like, ring bucket chair right here. And my son would sit in it and, like, play Spongebob on it, right? And just completely out of nowhere, screamed and just chunked the controller at the TV. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I was like, what in the Modern Warfare 2 just fucking happened? Like, <laughs> I, I was like, no. And, like, he looked at me, not as, like, fear or, like, any remorse that he just did that. He looked at me like, fuck you gonna do about it. Nah, I, I grabbed that kid by the wrist, whipped his butt, sent him to his room. He came back out later, grabbed the remote again, looked at me, looked at the TV, wheeled his arm back, and I said, I will whoop Ooh. your little ass. And he just, like, dropped it. <laughs> Wait, My son has tried though. to slap me on multiple occasions. He, he, he fucking, he'll smack me in the face and I'll look at him and be like, the fuck did you just do? And, <laughs> just and he'll look at me and be just be like, uh, 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 and he, he'll be just like at a loss for anything. He'll just be like, it just kind of give me this like deer in the headlights look. And I'm just like, you're going to your fucking room right now, dude. <laughs> fucking put you right in your crib. And I'm going to walk away. We talked earlier about, you know, uh, about, you know, the memories and all that, not getting them to a certain age. I, and I told you I started, you know, getting memory attention because my earliest memory is on my third birthday. And it's so like since then, like, I've remembered just like big moments. And I don't know why. I still can't tell you why I did it. But I remember I was like three or four years old and my dad was still with us at the time. And I'm like, you know, at about hip level on him. Right. And I went to give him a hug before work. And I don't know what it was. I don't know why. But something in my brain just clicked and said, do this. Give him a hug. And it's just. Boom! Right in the fucking dick. <laughs> Whoa. I have no fucking idea why. I still have no idea why. I do remember that he hit the ground and my mom was just distraught. She was like, just go to your room. Just go to your room. And I just walked Christ. straight to my room. I still You're have no shit. idea why. I just remember doing that. And I was like, I wonder if all kids that age just immediately just think impulsively with no reason. Or if that, I've if never physically assaulted my parents. Well, like, he said, like, wrong. I could be wrong. You know, he's like slapping you and all that. You know, and I don't think that it was like, oh, like, I want to hurt my dad. Because I don't even think that's what I was thinking at the time. I yeah. don't think I was like, I want to hurt him. It was just do this motion now. And it's like the like, thing, like, when you're driving, like, what if I just turned on oncoming traffic? But you're a kid and you can't stop yourself, so. You just do yeah, it. Yeah, no like, impulse control. They don't have fucking impulse control. Anything they see or touch, they just want and need, and it's 
always and it's constant and it never fucking ends and so you're like this little you're like a lifeguard instead of in real life where a lifeguard doesn't ever have to protect a fucking drowning person because no one ever drowns you're this motherfucker that's chasing around a goddamn toddler who's on a <laughs> rampage destroying everything and and picking shit up and throwing it and and, and then and then he'll look at you thorin looks at me and he's just like what are you gonna fucking do about it and then sometimes i'm just like I... sometimes it's, it's defeated you win. <laughs> All right. So win this battle. Back to the conversation, and this might be our wrap-up one because Justin, you're involved in this one too. If you never, like, I'm going to use the term loosely here, made it on YouTube, what would you be doing now? I want to hear this. I want to hear this. <laughs> Me? Probably something with photography. Prostitution. Really? That yeah, I'd suck some dick for money. Yeah, that's what I went to college for. And uh, the one month I was there, I took a class for photography and my teacher did like her real, her other job was like doing wedding photography. And I probably would have done something like that because they make a lot of fucking money. They can. I'm hiring personally. I mean, for my wedding, I'm hiring a photographer. So, I mean, that's probably what shit's I would legit. Doing. Yeah. But I lucked out. So. Yeah. You became a YouTube. You, you became a <laughs> You became zombie a famous YouTuber. zombies YouTuber. <laughs> That's so much right? better on the resume. Yeah. What yeah. would you be doing, Tim? I would be in the think? United States Marines. So my older brother Charles, who's oh, your age, crayons. he would be. He was in the Marines, and everyone in my family has been in the military. My mom, my dad were both in the Navy. That's how they met. My brother was in the Marines. I have a big military family background. So my plan was out of high school to join the United States Marines. I don't know. And I mean, I don't think probably infantry like my brother. I don't think I would subject myself to fucking infantry like he did, but I th I'd probably go for something a little bit higher because I'm, I'm a thinker. I'm somebody who likes to, I wouldn't want to be a fucking dumb fucking jarhead. Yeah. That would have like, been me. I'm too like stupid. My, like my brother set himself up to be, and that ended up kind of not being great. But anyways, so, uh, I would have been in the U S Marines with my with my buddy uh riley who was one of my classmates he went into the marines i did not because i had a successful youtube channel had i not had a youtube channel or any of this shit i wouldn't have i mean i wouldn't have any we wouldn't have be having this conversation i would have never met lisa i wouldn't have dated lisa because i would have been in paris island in boot camp instead of dating her at the time so i would have been in south carolina dying in the fucking boot camp i would have been I mean, I wouldn't have had my kids or my family. I wouldn't have YouTube. I wouldn't have, be, I wouldn't be talking to you guys. I wouldn't have any of basically anything that happened to my point beyond 17 years old, 16 years old, if it weren't for my YouTube success. My YouTube success dictated a lot of what I ended up doing in my life. It kind of like almost tied me to what I'm doing right now. Not in like a bad way, not in like a forceful Butterfly way, effect. but in like a, mm -hmm. like, yeah, exactly. Like I had different plans because I wasn't like, you don't really expect to ever like quote blow up on YouTube. That shit is never an expectation. It's a goal. It's often like a dream for people, but it's not like this thing that you fucking walk into and you're like, Oh, I'm just expecting to be the next PewDiePie. I'm just expecting to be the next well Whoever. if you're smart that's what you do but i know so many people in real life who's like yeah I, i'm just gonna become a youtuber like they legitimately think they're just gonna become a youtuber and, they, and make money it's usually like, because what? of the money it's usually like mm -hmm. the money is the draw like my buddy for example a long time ago he was like i'm gonna start youtube i'm like what's your motivation for it what do you want to be doing he's like 
I would, I, I like basically it, it all just kind of like came down to the money for him. And I was like, you are not going to make it on YouTube if this is just about the money because there's too much to learn, there's too much to deal with, there's, there's too, too much many, front there's too much too. adversity. Yeah, there, there's definitely way oh, yeah. too much adversity to be dealing with on YouTube to be interested in only the money. Like you have to have some passion in some sh way, shape, or form. Like that that doesn't have to do with the monetary value of what you're fucking obtaining from doing. Like you have to get real satisfaction out of the content you make in one way or another. And and my I had friends that that tried doing what I did, except they obviously did not have the same sort of end goals that I did. So they ended up fucking not making it anywhere inevitably. And um, so I think with YouTube, it's just like it's not something you can fake. It's YouTube for a reason. Like. You're not fucking equipped for this. You're just not equipped for it. And I mean, yeah. there's a lot to learn. I didn't know how to edit until I learned how to edit. I didn't know how to like do a lot of the shit I know how to do until I learned. But you have to be dedicated to do that in the first place. Like if you're in it for the money, go be a fucking go whore yourself out and make money on the streets being a prostitute. Why fucking bother learning how to edit videos and promote yeah. yourself and doing all this dumb shit? You hear that, kids? If you want to get rich, don't Suck be a YouTuber. Dick. Invest in XRP right now before yeah, it takes off. Invest in XRP, get Lex's logo tattooed on your ass, you'll be rich. And if you're in the United Let's States, go. you can't right now because of the lawsuit. So hook your boy, what is Mr. XRP T. Lexify up right now. <laughs> just go, just go DM Lex again. and say, hey, give me XRP. Just send him a bunch of Ethereum. Oh, and then he'll send you XRP. Dude, YouTube is just like uh, the most... It's just like the most... I can't explain YouTube It's up three cents, Tim. I... Oh... Oh, we're watching that shit close on that. I can't and explain I say this because we need to have a crypto episode in the future. So, yeah, maybe have Lex and I on that episode. Yeah, us, yeah mostly us Lex. Lex. Get Lex on that episode before anyone else, and then maybe me as like a fucking additional guest if Suicidal Rue decides to not show up again. I wanted to talk to that <laughs> fucking kid, but apparently uh, I'm not good enough for him, and he decided not to show up on the one episode I did showed up on. So you know what? I forgive we'll you, you, but. We'll get you on here. Yeah, when we nah, do Lex, we'll um, definitely have you on too. Sounds good. Nah. Um, nah, ever since you told me he busted out a PowerPoint presentation, Dude, I've been he dying did. to get him that on here. That was fucking great. Like, that was the selling point for me is when you were like, like he, he busted out a PowerPoint. I was like, I need it to happen now. I need it to happen. Like, I <laughs> He's need like him. pulling up slides and videos, and I'm just like, this is great. Dude, PowerPoints to me are like the goofiest but most efficient thing in the world, and I love it. It's fucking hilarious. He's going to make us so fucking rich, though. Alright, maybe. Not maybe. gonna worry about anything. My child is waking up again. He wakes I, up like every two right. or three I, hours. It's fucking. I think <laughs> we're getting to that point. How it's long is it going now, Justin? Uh, hour and thirty. Hour thirty. Oh yeah, damn! I went by quick we, as shit. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing with this podcast. I know that tomorrow or whenever the fuck I rewatch this, I'm gonna regret not saying a lot of the things that I wanted to say oh, yeah. initially going into this because that's just how this shit works. Like, mm -hmm. you go into these things thinking you want to say a lot of things and you don't end up doing it. There's a billion stories on the Vegas trip I wish I would have shared in this podcast, but I feel like Turbo talked a lot we'll about it. Just have you, you on guys, again. You guys yeah. have you guys have talked a lot of a, a bunch of different times, so I don't want to fucking drown everybody in our Vegas stories, but like. There's so much. Like, I just appreciate both of you guys so much for this, and uh, and the and the fucking time we had in Vegas so that I don't want to kill everybody with. But like, we personally, not on a video, could probably talk about for hours and hours. Oh, honestly, yeah. that shit was oh, like yeah. off. Like we talk, we talk about a lot of stories that are like really on edge on camera. 
just to put it nicely, there's so much shit that we could still talk about off camera that would be still so much like what Ark did and what what happened to Manlet that that ended up not fully happening, but like was was an oh, intent man. setup. <laughs> that shit was fun. Uh, it's the, like a setup. The the Pokemon <laughs> cards. Uh, Lex getting uh kicked out of the casino floor. I'm not Lex. Uh, Turbo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Die. There's so many. Now like, you guys just all gonna come to me. Happen. Let's just all come down to me. We'll go rent out a beach house. I listen. You're you're My in a better sort of. You're, you're in a better geographical like visiting location just than where I'm at. I'm up in the in the northeast where nothing exciting is really happening. So down there where the weather is warmer. House, let's and... go. You can bring you can bring the kids. They can come stay with Heather at our place. We can go, yeah, all, sure. go to the beach I'll bring and a chill. pack and play. I'll bring a fucking little portable crib for them. I'll fucking wheel it around like a dad <laughs> I am now. Well, I mean, this was fun. On the, the beach. Here's the important thing that I think we need to recognize about the next time we do get together, and that is that we want to get together without there being any responsibilities. If you guys yes. happen to do any event stuff, and on top of that, we're getting together True. with the uh, with the intention of hanging out, not getting blackout drunk. And my flights don't get canceled all the fucking time. God, I yeah. hope not. But like, God, so, so realistically, funny. yeah. Like, if you wanted to bring Lisa and the kids, you easily could, or just whatever, because the point of the trip isn't to go get blackout drunk and not remember it. It's to That's just you. have some genuine bro time. It's I mean, for hey, a lot that of that different purposes, of okay? No, Lisa That's would love to fucking... Point. Lisa would probably love to have a, a, a day out with Heather and the fucking kids. They could probably go out and go shopping or some shit and we can go and shoot guns. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, if I had the property, then we can just go out there and shoot. God, I hope so. We could play golf. I'm down to go... Oh, I don't have my golf clubs. Well, I should by then, but... I'd probably have to, to buy some down there, but I, I would... If that's what it came mine. down to. I'm just going to get one driver and use that the entire time. <laughs> Even when you're putting. Just... <laughs> just, very lightly put it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, all right, yeah. well. Yeah, we got to do some. Episode. Gotta... It is late, too. It's all, it's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's almost midnight where I'm at, at least. <laughs> the bad thing is it's not coming out this Tuesday. It's next Tuesday. Oh, damn. Because yeah. we already have we're, that one recorded. Episode... Nine this now? Ten? This one's nine, I think. Nine? Nine? All I think right. eight comes out episode. Tuesday. We're ahead. Yeah. I watched no, the fucking Carson. Did I mention this? I watched the podcast with um. You guys talked about the Nerf ban or something like that in Australia or something like yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the fucking episode. I watched that episode and I watched the Turbo episode and I want to watch the rest. I gotta get to the rest of them, but those are the only two I've watched so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch this tomorrow or, or not tomorrow, but uh whenever you post this, I'm gonna watch it. The, I'm, gonna uh, be like, I'm gonna be like, fuck. Why didn't I say this? Why didn't I say so, that? Why didn't I? Tim. Uh, this is kind of a, a thing for you and also anyone else who's watching this maybe for the first time. Podcast is also on Spotify. So I mean, even if you're not watching it, you could throw it up on Spotify and listen to it while you're working out. Soon to be iTunes whenever that website starts oh. working. If the website Hell ever yeah, starts man. working. OnlyFans dash crazy rab Or just check out hentaititties.net. That works. Or go to TimHansonPosters.com slash uh, Last Man Standing. That's no, not a real no. link, but you can find Crazy it. CrazyRabbit.Posters.com. Use my... Yeah, oh, no. get some posters, dude, for LMS Season 3. Uh, GothTits.com is still the best website. No, HentaiTitties.net. Check it out. Also, Turbo, uh, shout out to you. I appreciate all of the praise you gave me in the last episode that you were in. I love you, brother. You and Rabbit and Carson and all of us had a great connection in Vegas, and... That'll only Very play into the future. Hell yeah. That has been episode right. number uh, nine. Gamer subs. Check them out. And Fuck gamer subs. Go crazy. Fuck you. <laughs>